Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Spectrum Dad Podcast. I am really excited about today's episode. I am talking with Beth Roberts from the Sensory Kids Guide. If you've been a longtime listener, uh, you know about some of the difficulties we've had going to amusement parks. Uh, we went to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania twice last year, and both times had some issues with uh, leaving the park. So today with Beth, I am talking all about taking our kids out to places like Hershey Park or uh, she's down in Florida. So she goes to um, she goes to Disney World a lot. So we're talking about how to make it as an enjoyable experience, mostly for our kids as possible. And then, uh, you know, some tips to make it easier for us as parents to, you know, prepare our kids ahead of time, let them know what to expect and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So this is a really uh, important episode because it's full of uh, great information and great tips and tricks and everything. And I had a really great time talking with Beth. Uh, so give it a listen. Don't forget to go and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I always appreciate those. And without uh, any further delay, here's my interview with Beth. You know what? And I'll actually start there. Um, okay. So I, I started this, as I said, I live in Florida. So we are lucky to truly take advantage of that Florida resident discount at Disney. So we moved here when my son was almost three. And um, he we started to go probably once a year. And we travel a lot. So not just specifically Disney, but, um, we've taken our kids abroad and we've done some, a lot of, uh, trips around just, you know, driving and, and, and taking weekend trips here and there. Um, we, we love to travel as a family. So traveling itself has always been quite easy with all of the children only because we've done it since they were small. We never had right. lived around family. So we always, um, either drove or flo- flew to go see family. So thank goodness that portion of it was quite easy for our children. Um, Fast forward to one of our trips to Disney, I think it was in 2019. I actually went without my husband. And so it was just me and the three kiddos. And I knew that it can be difficult <laughs> with three completely different personalities, ages, um, you know, what they wanted to do at Disney, what they couldn't do at Disney. And also I, we started to see some things with my son at that point, he was only diagnosed with sensory processing disorder and um, kind of some ADHD was what we had um, kind of in our arsenal of knowledge. And we had suspected some spectrum tendencies, but we had not gotten an official diagnosis at that point. So we traveled to Disney, just me and the kiddos. And before we left, I actually talked to our Disney travel planner and I said, Hey, we had some issues with my son in the past where he would run mm-hmm. if he got scared in a ride. So let's say we're waiting for a ride in specifically at Disney. If he was started to get nervous or unsure of what the ride was going to be like, no matter how many times I shared with him, he would get really scared and sometimes he would run. And so without my husband there, I was super nervous about going to a theme park, knowing right. that he could have my, I think he, at that time he was, um, six, I guess, almost seven, maybe, uh, run. <laughs> when I, went yeah, I know I, my, my son was a big time eloper too. And he yeah. was a little guy. Yeah. So knowing I had an even younger one who was, you know, stuck in a stroller and an older yeah. one who's super responsible, thank goodness. But I thought, oh my gosh, I can't do this trip without getting a little more knowledge. So 
she said, hey, listen, call the disability folks at Disney, get some more information on specific rides. So I call them. They did not have the information I needed. So I thought, you know, I needed to know specifically if he could step through a ride. That was like the information, really the basic information I needed to know, because if he didn't want to ride it, totally cool. Yeah, I can step through with him. But they were like, nope, you have to find out with each ride. We don't know. So anyway, all that to say, we did go to Disney. I We were pretty well versed on everything. I had actually a sweet babysitter who was attending school in Tampa drive over for one of our days to be with us and help me with the girls. And the guide came about after we went to the new Star Wars land and he loves Star Wars. My son does. I'm obsessed with it, really. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. So um, he was super excited. And if you haven't been to see the new Star Wars land, it is truly like walking into the movie. Okay. And we were waiting for the Millennium Falcon ride. And we asked a bunch of cast members, what is this like? What is this ride like? And he was getting a little nervous and I could tell. And so we said, you know, we'd ask these cast members and they would say, oh, it's just like Star Tours. It's just like, you know, you sit down. It's like a simulation. And we're like, okay, we can do Star Tours. Totally cool. Right. Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run Ride. Guess what? Not like Star Tours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and unfortunately, during that ride, he had a complete an utter panic attack and meltdown screaming through the whole ride. And, and what is unfortunate about that ride is you are separated by seats and seat belts. So I could actually, and it's almost hard to talk about. I could not get to my son. Yeah. To help oh, him out. I can't imagine. Yeah. And so um, hearing him screaming and crying and you can't help him <laughs> get, right. uh, get there. So after that ride, I thought, whoo, that that I don't want that ever happen again. And he didn't ride anything else, even if it was something he knew about for the remainder of our trip. Mm -hmm. And so um, I got back uh, from there and I thought there is no way I am the only parent <laughs> who this has happened to. But also, I don't I don't want children who are going to this super fun place to have to feel that. Yeah. When this should be fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're supposed to uh, go there to enjoy yourself. It, truly. And so um, not long after that, actually, he was diagnosed as being on the spectrum about two months later. Um, <laughs> so it, it kind of fell into place. We, we, we came in across this really great therapist who helped us and we shared a lot about him. He's such a unique as every kid is. And I love the word spectrum because no matter where you are, you know, you can be different. And yet there's still this kind of pot of similarities right. found with children that are on the spectrum. You know, most of the time, yes, they have sensory processing as well as tendencies or, or in, being on the spectrum and ADHD as well as this. And so this, my guide started with being able for families to go to this place and it's spread not only for Disney, but we recently went to SeaWorld, which is a new certified autism center. Um, we it's expanding into international travel and even just local places um, to go and be. But looking at these places through the eyes of a kid who sees things so differently. And you probably see that with your child as well. They just process things differently. They see things differently. You know, I have learned we don't do surprises with him. We do. We set expectations. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no surprise. We're going to Disney. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I know. It's funny. It's funny you say that because we do the same exact thing with my son. Yeah. Like we, uh, he knows. Like uh, we went to Hershey Park a couple of days last nice. summer. Yeah. He he knew exactly when we were going. Yeah. Uh, he had never been there before last summer. So we're looking up the rides on the internet. Good for you. You know, uh, you know all the maps and everything to try and prepare him as much as possible for, you know, for what to expect. Yes. And I say when people ask me, you know, what is the the best thing to do before you go to a place like Disney with a child on the spectrum or with sensory processing, it is setting expectations. And if you go to my website and even I've got a couple, you know, on Instagram or, or Facebook is the most important thing is if you go there, each ride has a sensory level and Disney puts out a sensory guide. If you go through their disability portion of their website, you can actually see there's a guide for each ride. Unfortunately, wow. you can see the sensory level is the same for, let's say, Peter Pan as it is for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Because yeah. in their mind, when they're looking at, well, the, the, there's loud noise. Okay, loud noise in both. Okay, movement. All right, movement in both. No smells, no water, uh, you know, these things that I'm thinking. But those rides are completely different. Right. And so this is where this came about is looking at that. So we watch a lot of videos before we travel. In fact, he and I just got back. We decided to go to Disney, just the two of us, about two weeks ago. And um, I was really looking forward to this trip, as was he. And we sat down and we planned out every day. And we talked about what he wanted to ride, what he didn't want to ride. And um, talk, watched more videos <laughs> for different <laughs> types of rides. And I will tell you that that trip was the most wonderful time I have had with him just one-on-one -on -one time and really getting to see his personality. And, you know, they're so full of facts and we did SeaWorld and Epcot and he's talking about, you know, facts of countries and animals and uh, yeah. We didn't have to wait to, you know, wait for the girls to get through our rides. We just got to soak up time with him. And I think that I'm hoping that the guide that I've created and hopefully this will expand into different things. I even touched a little bit on uh, home learning and, and tools that we use here at that, the house and then things that I send with him to school. But I want this guide to, to eventually become something that is a little bit more encompassing, but does still focus on travel because I think a lot of families can be hesitant to travel with a child on the spectrum because there could be meltdowns in public. There could be uncertainties that come about. And I think that children, no matter who you are or what you have as a disability, should have joy from travel. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think along the same ways as you do, like, you know, there is a lot more planning that goes into it, but and it might be a little more difficult, but that doesn't mean we're going to, you know, I'm not going to, if he wants to go to Disney World, we're going to get there. Right. You know, we're going to do it. Um, it's it's funny, though, because I was talking to my wife this year, is he's been begging for the last year, because he's a huge Star Wars fan, to go there, especially for the Star Wars section. Yes. And we were just, you know, I don't think it's going to happen this year because we're house hunting right now. Nice. But um, for next year, we were just talking like oh you know how are we going to do this because yeah. just going to hershey park for the day he had some trouble yeah um he's really sensitive mm -hmm. and uh so there's only so much he can take in yeah 
So we kind of uh, expected um, going, you know, after our trips last year that he's not going to last as long at these parks as, you know, as, as our other kids probably would. For sure. For sure. And, you know, there was a lot of, and it was a good thing my wife and I went because we kind of, we could split up and team up, you know, yes. whatever, whatever the kids needed. But uh, when Alex would find a ride that he liked, he would want to go on it like two or three times in a row. Yes. You know, while the other ones are like, oh, let's do this, Move let's on. do that. And he, he finds his one thing and he's going to cling to it. Yep. Well, um, I think that may be too, you know, he knows what to expect. Exactly. So there's no surprises. So yeah. the joy comes on the second ride because he knows what yeah. it is. And there's in that, I think um, it's just when you get to watch those videos and you guys were so smart to do that before you go to Hershey, I think having the kids watch those videos is, and we'll watch them a million times over, absolutely over and over again in any point of view videos. I don't take them myself because, you know, there's so many professionals out there with all the equipment and all the things. Um, so I share right. theirs because there's some great um, people out there that are doing that. And it is, um, it's really, it's really cool. And it's just a good resource. I will say when we were at SeaWorld, we did SeaWorld for a day before we went in because I was interested to see the types of um, things that they had available to us. Um, mm -hmm. They do have quiet rooms at SeaWorld and we were able to visit those kind of in the afternoon when, although we were not overwhelmed because it was a very low crowd day yeah. and SeaWorld's pretty laid back. And since we don't ride rides like roller coasters, <laughs> we were not overwhelmed by midday, but we did go visit those quiet rooms. I'm telling you, I wish that Disney had something like that. It was soundproof um, and it was just quiet and uh, small. And even my son looks at me and he goes, wow, this place is amazing. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. Now, let me ask you that the one thing I love that Hershey Park had is they pretty much uh, they give you a fast pass or what, you know, whatever they I, every park calls it something different that sure. lets you like hop the line to get to the front of the line. Like, you know, not every ride has yeah. it, has has these fast lines or whatever you call them. But, you know, for the big ones, the popular ones that there could be a huge line for. You know, they let you kind of like schedule your ride or 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 hop the line to the front of it. And yes. it's funny um, planning that trip. That is when we actually uh, Alex just got diagnosed last summer. Okay. So that was the first time we told him about it, about his autism diagnosis, okay. because like your son, he was already previously diagnosed with ADHD and, and sensory processing okay. disorder. Yep. But he just got his autism diagnosis last summer. And that was like, you know, like we can't go up there and say, oh, we, you know, my son has autism. We need a, you know, do you have a fast pass for yes. it? And he, and he not, and he, you know, he's like, oh, wait, I have you know, so it's like, all right, we have to have this conversation now, I guess. Well, and that's, um, that is interesting because I, um, I'll be very honest, we have not had that conversation yet. Um, and with Disney, they do have a fast pass system. For anyone okay. staying inside the, um, the parks and if you book in advance. With COVID, okay. there is no fast passes, but they do have what's called a disability access service. And okay. that we did utilize that while we were there last. And basically that is for people that need, not as a handicap, it's not a physical disability. Um, it is usable for or anybody really with a cognitive disability. So, um, 
when you enter the park, if you, once you go through ticketing, you actually go to guest services and say mm -hmm. that your child or yourself um, it qualifies for the disability access service. They do not ask you, well, what's your diagnosis? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like you have to bring a folder of paperwork. You know to, they actually to ask you concerns. Like, why do you think that you would qualify as far as Yes. Um, and so in that word, we've used it before. This is the second trip where we've used it. And um, so we were kind of already in the system as far as being able as having used this before. And so mm -hmm. we just I just went up to him and I said, this is what we need. And what they do is they scan your magic bands. They take a picture of your face, everyone in your party. And then what yes. you do is you go up to a ride where you would normally enter the fast pass system and just say, I need a return time. They scan your magic band and they give you the return time to come back to the fast line. Perfect. It's typically about 15 minutes less than the posted wait time for a regular line. Let's say okay. one of the rides is a 60 minute wait. Nine times out of 10, our return time was in about 40 minutes. And gotcha. so that gave us time to go get a snack, walk around. In fact, right. we played flip the water bottle for like 25 minutes one time because that's what he wanted to do. And it, we really enjoyed that break before going back and riding a ride. And then you get to go right into the fast pass line. Now with Disney, because there's no fast pass for the general public, we went right to the front of the line. Um, basically, you just walked right through. So it just it's a great service for these kiddos that, that waiting in line, it's nearly impossible. Not only do, is the waiting hard, but the anxiety that comes from the waiting. Uh, yeah, I know. Higher, higher. Just a bit. The anxiety, the anticipation, yeah. the excitement. Yep. It's just overwhelming. And so this is just a really great service. We And you can use as many return times one at a time as you want. So once you've used right. one, you can go get another one for as many times. You're not restricted only three or four. You can use it as many times, you know, under time frame. You could only do so many per day. But um, you yeah. know, it, it's just it made our trip a lot more enjoyable, especially for him. There are a few rides that don't have it. Let's say the newest Star Wars ride, the Rise of the Resistance, does not have a fast pass line. So you cannot use a um actually, you know what? I'm gonna take that back. You have to have a uh a, a they call it a, a, a queue line or a check-in line for this specific ride. And it's the brand new one. Once you mm -hmm. have that, then yes, you can use the disability access service to skip the line, but you can't use the disability okay. access service to get into the queue. <laughs> and we couldn't get into the queue. We tried every day. So it's just along with gotcha. people visiting the park, unfortunately. So, uh, and yeah. he was a little nervous about that ride anyway. So I'm kind of glad we didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing I think uh, we need to mention is like how important it is to listen to our kids and honor like their feelings and their wishes and everything. Yeah. Because like Alex was great about telling us, you know, hey, I've had enough. Yeah. Like, you know, yep. I'm going to go. Uh, and like because all these places, Hershey Park, uh, Disney World, whatever it is, they're expensive yep. as hell. And to get in, and I think there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves to try and cram as much in as possible. So you feel like you're getting your your money's so worth. But in reality, like, there's only so much that our kids can take. You know, that's a really great uh, point. I mean, just a really excellent point, because I, I do notice that we feel lucky because we live in Florida. So for us to go... Right. 
you know, and not hit anything for the day, we're totally cool with that because our price is, you know, a quarter of what everyone else has to pay. Thank goodness. Yeah. But you're right. When you save up that money for potentially just that one trip to Disney for your life or for your children's life, maybe that's the only time you yeah. get to go to have to cut that short. It's disappointing probably as an adult and maybe for your other children that aren't affected or that aren't on the spectrum. Um, but it right. is so important to listen to your kiddos because otherwise if you don't it's really not going to be enjoyable for anybody exactly yeah i mean you know it i talked uh last summer when i talked about our trip to hershey park just adjusting expectations mm -hmm. um with alex like he loved the water park and that was great we did pretty much everything mm -hmm. in the water park but like all the dry rides the <laughs> roller coasters whatever there were only honestly like three or four rides that he wanted. So I, I, that's fine. You know, that's, if that's what you want, that's okay. And they've had all these crazy roller coasters and everything. It's just right. too much for him to handle. So one thing I said was like, if I want to go there and do all those roller coasters, cause me, yeah. I like them, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring him. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go with my wife, you know, just my wife and I, you know what I mean? Like if, if I'm there with him, it's there uh for yeah. him and it's not so much how much you know as he's got to enjoy himself and the other kids have to enjoy themselves it's not up you know it's not how much so true and i learning it's funny i have learned just through my son that he that i probably have sensory processing disorder as well because i <laughs> i don't want to ride the roller coasters <laughs> i don't want tummy drops yeah. i get super overwhelmed so I are total yeah. kindred spirits when we travel together because we both are like, hey, it's quiet time in the hotel or it's let's go hang out in the hot tub and leave the park. And we're both totally cool with it, <laughs> which is just yeah. really nice. You know, a couple other things that I tell um, friends and other people that have reached out asking me for tips and tricks, you know, when going to places is, you know, my number one thing obviously is watching videos, which I've mentioned multiple times just because I feel so strongly mm -hmm. about it. But two, we bring... Um, noise canceling headphones with us, which is right. really helpful, you know, fireworks, parades, um, even rides that are yeah. super loud, just because they turn the volume up, just in general, um, we throw mm -hmm. those suckers on, which is great. But also I bring a set of um, headphones that connect to my phone and we have what we call our calm music. So when he's just feeling overwhelmed, we'll put that in and put that music on and he can kind of zone out. And it's really great. And so it kind of blocks out everything else. They can just sit. Maybe it's during lunch. Maybe it's just sitting on a bench. Maybe it's going back to the car for just a minute and taking a 20 minute, a 30 minute quiet time break, listening to some music that, that are, is familiar to them and to you. And mm -hmm. I just feel like that could get your kid to go back in if that's what you wanted, especially if you've spent all that money to be there for the day or for two days but just giving them that time to just say, you know what, my kid needs yeah. a reset and maybe that's okay. And we're just going to have to do that together. Yeah, yeah. that's great. This has been great. Uh, Beth, thank you so much for coming on today. I really absolutely. appreciate it. So much. Um, do you want to tell people? Yeah, absolutely. So website is sensorykidsguide.com. Uh, there you'll find okay. guides to the major parks and I'm updating it. Gosh, I feel like every day, which is awesome. So there's always new rides, new links also on Facebook as sensory kids guide and Instagram as sensory kids guide. So I hope to see you guys there. We have great discussions and conversations and people reach out to me and ask questions and hopefully I can help answer them. 
I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, but uh, I am a mom and um, hopefully we can all get through this together and, and create really great memories for our kids, even though they are on the spectrum. Absolutely, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Fred, I really appreciate it. All right, I'll Sounds talk good. to you later. And I can't let you guys go this week without another dad joke of the week, so here we go. Why shouldn't you iron a four leaf clover? Because you shouldn't press your luck. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hit me up on Instagram at the Spectrum Dad Pod. Uh, let me know if you have any questions or if you want to be a guest on the show. I'd love to have you. And if that's it, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.